Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we're going all in on the true love of skill in the game of basketball. Watching the postseason, skill is on display at the highest level. We recognize the best players in the world going at each other with it all on the line. The deciding factor, supreme skill. As Candace Parker pointed out after the Hawks knocked off the Knicks, when unleashed, skill wins every time. For Gil, that's what it's all about. As we saw with the Lakers coming up short, it wasn't just about injury, execution, or defense. They didn't have enough skill to succeed. Over in Portland, it's one thing to have a dominant, ultra-skilled player, but if not surrounded by a skilled enough roster, it don't have a chance. We all see different things when we watch and study the game, but an examination of winning basketball points out one common thread. You're not winning without skill. So here it is, one for all skill lovers out there. It's a No Chill podcast. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast for every episode as soon as they drop. And don't forget, every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's No Chill with Gilbert Arenas on the Fubo Sports Network. Welcome to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Barcella. He's Gilbert Arenas, decked out in all yellow. Yeah, you feel it's me? Like, that means slow down. <laughs> but uh, I like it. I do too. It's, it's like mustard some, yellow. Some Adidas yeah. drip. Yeah, mustard Three yellow. Three stripes. Yeah. Um, so, you know they say you win some, you lose some. Mm-hmm. But if you want to win some, just get yourself some skill. Yes, always. That's, that's what we're figuring out here, and that's what we're seeing actually in the postseason. And Candace Parker said it after the Knicks lost. Sorry, New York. <laughs> we got you. It was going to happen. <laughs> so again, it said, all the basketball purists that scream from the mountaintops about defense and hustle beat offense and skill. See Knicks and Hawks series. I can teach a dude that can easily drop 30 to play team defense more than a hustle and heart to shoot the basketball. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you were just like golf clapped on that one. That's not, that's a, that's, that's a real that's a standing, clap. That's standing not a, up. Yes. And it, the stamp of approval is from a defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. She was a defense player of the year, and she's telling you this. This is not like just an offensive guy who's like defense. A defensive player who actually has skill is saying this. That's what makes it more powerful. And because the game has changed over the years, you know, back in the 60s, 50s, you know, defense to offense was one and one, right? Actually, defense was defense was a little advanced over the offense. Well, it's 2021. That same defense hasn't evolved. The same concepts, 
below the free throw line, push him this way. You know, they've taken off the advantages of hand checking, this and that. Push the guy to his weak hand, double, high pick and roll, hard show, you can't shoot, go under, you know, trap the aggressive guy. Like, that hasn't actually changed. What's changed is the offense. The offense is 100 times better. So you're, you're, you're with a 1 to 100 ratio in moves. So the concepts that these coaches go by, this grit and grind, these defensive this and that, that's, that's, that's gone. That's done. That, that era is over. You cannot survive. You cannot survive if your concept is defense is going to win us championships. It doesn't exist anymore. Well, what happens there is if you go all the way back uh, to the 50s, if defense was one thing and it was basically defense wins championships, right? So our defense is played this way. It can stop any kind of offense. Well, offense evolved, defense didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what Simple I'm saying. So, you know, because offense has evolved, this concept of, you know, we need to gr grit and grind type of defense and this and this. Like, well, if, if your whole team is grit and grind, how are you actually going to put the ball in the basket? Like, it's a disadvantage. That's why these old concepts, like, like, these coaches actually need to really do an evaluation on themselves. Because it takes real coaching to say, you know what? I need to really look at this from an outsized that I was taught this is how these concepts go, but have I actually ever put them in situational? Did, is the theory actually, have I tried to debunk these theories? Well, let's do this. Take two, two singularly minded coaches, an offensive minded coach and a defensive minded coach. So let's say Mike D'Antoni and Tom Thibodeau. Right? Mm -hmm. Whose team wins and why? In a seven-game series? Okay. Obviously, Mike D'Antoni's team will win. Then how come he hasn't won a championship? How come Thibodeau hasn't won a championship? I mean, what no, the fuck I'm, does that I'm, start, I'm starting with D'Antoni. How come the other one hasn't won a championship? Right, right. Okay, well. You know what I mean? So don't it, flip it like that. Because you still got to have the right pieces to win championships. Neither have had right pieces. Um, like, like small ball and all of it. Like it's, there's still right pieces at the right time um, when it comes to those kind of concepts. Um, who's been more successful? I'll say Dan Tony. Okay. And let's say you had, Tibbs has five lockdown defenders. Uh-huh. Wouldn't mm -hmm. that stop whatever system Dan Tony's team throws at them? You can't go anywhere. Defense has you. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know how to say fuck no <laughs> in different languages, <laughs> but fuck no, fuck no, fuck no. Like you have five lockdown defenders, right? I have five scores, right? How much energy is your guys pushing to stop these five scores? All of it. All of it, right? And then when these five scores go on defense. The f are they doing? Nothing. Because there's nothing you can do. You don't have offense. But you don't have offense. That old defense wins championships. Defense creates offense off turnovers, steals, blocks, 
We're talking transition. professional you're basketball. Talking right. You're not getting that's no, that's what you're we're not getting, getting 400 steals, and you're going to be getting a bunch of fast breaks. Like you making me take tough, tough shots. I get into half court defense. How are you going to score if none of your players have skill? T tough shot is a thing, but I actually looking we're at gonna the, do the old Princeton. Right. I mean, not the Princeton. You're going to do the old uh, UCLA cut to death and till someone gets a wide open layup. That shit has been yeah, outdated I mean, since actually, then too. Because I was, of I was thinking of that with the the Lakers Suns game. Um, the Lakers went zone and real quick. The Suns picked it up. Chris Paul makes one pass. To the elbow, backdoor cut, bridges for a dunk. They figured that out. Or Cam Johnson for a dunk. They figured that out real quick. Yeah, speaking speaking of. So, therefore, yeah. the zone. <laughs> like, just, like, this is why having, like, having a defensive-minded guy is a liability in today's game. The reason is, on offense, you're playing four against five, Right? On defense, is he actually, is he actually stopping this high-level player? So if the high-level player averages 30, you hold him to 22, but you scored two, his output is still 20 points that someone else on that team has to make up. So you're really actually hurting yourself and you're making this offensive guy who don't play defense technically a defensive player because you scored two points. So why, why would I want a player who's going to contribute two points, three rebounds? If that's the type of defensive player, that means he's not a point guard, point guard. Two to three assists a game. What is the point of you? What are you actually doing? What, what are you doing if this guy has 26 and five? It's so off balance. It's so off balance. Now what ends up happening though, is this is the real key to why you don't have a pure defensive guy trying to neutralize an offensive player. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Will it take me to play defense, right? Like that. Mm -hmm. And I have to guard, oh, let's say I'm playing against the Lakers. I'm playing against, you know, um, Caruso. Um, and he's, his job is to stop me. I'm coming at him 100 miles an hour, right? Where do I take my break? Defense. On defense? Yeah. He's in the corner. I'm doing this. What is he gonna do? Sit in the corner. I don't, I don't have to look at him, which means is I'm never gonna be in foul trouble. So if you look at Booker and Chris Paul, the only time Booker was in foul troubles is when um, Dennis Schroeder was going off. Because mm -hmm. now you have to guard that. But, but wait, isn't, isn't that simple basketball for any team, any situation? If I wanna put 
an offensive player to work, go at him. Yeah, that's you. To stop a lion, you need a lion. Mm -hmm. You need someone just as aggressive because you put pressure on each other. Now he's working on both ends of the court. So what ends up happening is if that offensive player is allowed to play one-sided basketball, meaning this guy is not a threat. Now you have a lineup, which when people say, oh, the Lakers is this and this, true. It's the lineup more than the players. Here's why. If you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, right? And then you have three non-shooters or three non-creators, right? You're going to be in a corner, corner, slot, right? While they're trying to do their pick and roll. With the other three players, we know you're not going to back door. You're not going to go for a lob. You're not going to, if you do catch the ball, you're not going to create anything. You're going to pass it right back to those guys. That means 10 eyes are sitting on those two guys. So now it's two versus five on defense. Now you're talking about a 35-year-old guy. You have to work harder with that lineup. So when they say LeBron looks slow, yeah, he looks slow because he has to go through five guys all the time because they want spacing. <laughs> no, it works the other way. You want it easier for LeBron, you put in better scores. And that's Bugatti, what... Bugatti, Honda, Honda, Honda <laughs> means these Bugattis have to go 200 miles an hour just to keep it fair. What happens when one of those Bugattis is in the garage? Now one of the garage, now one is in the garage. You don't put another Honda. That's what they got. No, they don't. They have scoring guys or aggressive scoring guys. With THT, mm -hmm. he should have been in. He mm -hmm. should have been playing 30. Like, I don't need someone that's going to play 30 minutes to give me zero points. 30 minutes, two points. 29 minutes, zero. That, that is ridiculous. That is, I do not need that output. You put 20, because the guy you're guarding in the same 29 minutes has 20-something points. So your good defense really didn't do anything if you scored zero. And what you're saying is that, is if I average 30 and you hold me to 22, and you scored. Good job, but you didn't do really anything to compensate on the other end. Yes. But let's look at the Lakers, because that's, that's where everyone has the microscope, you know, fully dialed in. Mm -hmm. And let's say this, they got exposed for what they don't have. One, because I, I look at the game from a chess standpoint. Um, and I don't think they played chess. Mm-mm in this matchup, you played Lakers basketball. You played, we need to be defensive stoppers. Isn't, the, isn't LeBron a defensive player? Mm -hmm. Isn't AD a defensive player? What more defense do you need? Huh? What more, do, what more defense do you actually need? Shorter. Defensive, defensive player? How much defense do the Suns have? Mm -hmm. Who on that team is a lockdown defender? Chris Paul, that's it. Nobody else on that team is considered a defense and nothing. And you are an NBA team that scored 
10 points in a quarter, in a 12-minute quarter, 10 points. So what are you doing offensively that gives you 10 points against a group that don't actually play defense? That is not Kawhi Leonard over there. That ain't Rudy Gobert over there. That ain't a Paul George over there. That ain't Clay Thompson over there. That ain't Draymond Green over there. And you managed to score 10, 15, 15, and 16 in quarters? Because what you're doing offensively to your team. You got four. If you want four, think about it. You got Michael Jordan and you put four Dennis Rodmans on the court. Mm-hmm. What? How many, how many points do you think they're going to score? I wouldn't even say that Michael Jordan, but... Even if you have Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan ain't going to... He has to go through five guys now. It makes it harder. It's five. It's five against one now. Because these guys do not produce anything. Why are we guarding them? We're just going to load up on Mike. Mike is going to pass it. They're going to pass it back. Pass, pass it back. It's going to be... Semi, semi-pro. Possible. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, all, that's all the Lakers look like for the most part. Like, so when I say chess, I'm sitting here like, like, do something different. Like, if you know their whole scheme is controlling tempo, Chris Paul, the best point guard in history, assist the turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. That means he's going to make the best possible play every single time down, right? And then you have Booker, a one-on-one juggernaut, at the one and two. Why? And then on defense, those guys don't have to guard anybody. How do you challenge these two? If you ruffle these two up, the, the game's over. So I'm sitting here like, I will change my lineup. I would change my lineup to force them to make a move. Like, like when teams go small ball to force you to take out somebody they don't want to guard. Like, oh, I, small ball because it benefits them. Well, the fact that you guys are giants, and for the most part, you're athletic giants. This series would have started off LeBron at the point like he is. Right? You're, you're the point. Schroeder. Sorry, I'm, I don't need you right now. Bring in Kuzma at the two. Anthony Davis, you're the three. Who is he guarding? Crowder in the corner. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, Crowder is, is allergic to anything inside the, the three-point line, so mm-hmm. I'm not worrying about him driving. The four, Trez. Mm-hmm. The five, Drummond. Now, people will be like, man, that's dumb. They're they going to get beat off the dribble. Who's going to beat them off the dribble? Chris Paul ain't blowing by no. He ain't blowing by nobody. He ain't, on the, he ain't John Wall in it. He's going to sit there methodical, do this, do that. So I'm not really worried about him going anywhere. And if he wants to play ISO basketball, great. But I'm long enough to get to any shot that's out there. Any corner shot, I'm long enough to recover. If you even think about going to the basket, I have five guys that are jumping at that shot, right? But the biggest key, 
if you're the sons, who are you sticking Chris Paul and Booker on? Okay, so there's a lot going on there. And what you're saying is that is the Lakers basically death lineup. That's they, they should have gone with, right? Yeah. So, so first of all, let's acknowledge it. AD was injured. So what they needed to was adjust yeah. their lineup That's based it, before on his injury. AD, I'm talking about before AD was right, injured, right. going into but, that series. So the question mark was what happened with Trez? That's the guy. You had a six-man of the year lost for the series. That's where you could have, to me, that was you, a You're losing eight, that's what I'm saying, because you're thinking, oh, he's a liability on defense. Like, that's what you're using this as a liability. What about their liabilities on defense? Chris Paul got to guard LeBron or Kuzma post. Mm -hmm. Whoever he's not guarding, Booker has to guard. Mm -hmm. That means now Booker or CP3 has to actually play defense, and LeBron is going to put him in the post. You have to double. From there, it's slash to the basket, attacking that back line. Now that's a chess game. On their side, they're going to try to ISO to get you to move. Hopefully, they're scoring so you can put the guards back in so they can go back to their advantage. You're staying big so you can keep it. It's chess. Mm -hmm. it's I'm, chess. I'm pushing your strength with my strength and see who's wins. Yeah, see who's wins. Like... Like, right now, if I keep Schroeder in or Kuzma, I mean, um, KCP in or Caruso, they're not going to challenge Chris Paul and, and Booker. So Booker and them are just offensively But, but even how, how things started out, you would say that I'll put Schroeder against Chris Paul. And basically, I don't want that. Who doesn't want that? I don't want that. Who doesn't want that? As a coach, I don't want that lineup. What, 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 what does it get me? For the Lakers, you're basically saying we'll neutralize their, the head of the snake. How? How does that neutralize them? All he's going to do is pick and roll, get a shooter off of him. Shooter's now with a big man, Aiden, right? But shouldn't you say I'll let... Think about it. Shooter's with an Aiden because they switch everything. Mm -hmm. So shooter's down there with an Aiden. They're going to pass it to Aiden, right? We got a double. You got to double that. Pass it back out. Chris Paul gets it. Wind down. Boom, boom, boom. Well, if Kuzma or LeBron is sticking... What's the name? And then they do that pick and roll. There's no double ever. There's no double ever. So now you force Chris Paul to just be a one-on-one -on -one player, no rotations. Which is going to turn into a jumper, step back jumper somewhere, because he's not athletic at this point to really get to the basket over all these guys. Same thing with Booker. Booker's going to be going against Kuzma, what's the name? Same thing. He's going to have to do this one-two pull-up because he, going to that basket, it's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of bigs down there. So it makes their offense harder, but the key part of it is they actually have to play defense now. And that's, that's, the, that's the key. See, I knew it was a problem. The problem was last year. They didn't see it. Because they won a championship. Right? They won a championship. With a bigger lineup. They, no, it was, the, it, was the, it was the same It was the same thing. Dwight, well, I mean, yes, you still have Drummond, you still have Gasol. They still have bigs like that, but, but they used but what I'm saying is you were, to an advantage. But you, were playing, you, you lost two games to a mediocre team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mediocre. At best, like that's 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 real. Like you yeah. see what happened this year. Like even take away this year, right? And people are like, 
Miami is nice. Miami's nice. Okay, if they're that nice, is anybody on that team a top 20 player? Right? <laughs> we, we, we talked about Whatever. that. The top 20. Is they, they overachieve. Anybody on the top 20? No. No, right? Dead. So what ends up happening is Miami looks good because the off the players they're playing against. So if you're talking about Hero, Drogic, and um, Duncan Robertson, right? Was it top 200? Yeah. Right? Or what, top 100? What, one? Oh, out of the, out one, of the 100. 100, 150? Yeah. Okay, so they're 100, 150. Yeah. Okay? Those guys look amazing if the other opponent is top 200. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lineup where the guys there that's, that's guarding them is top 200, of course they're going to look a lot better. Of course they will. So you, you're losing two, like, it's like you're trying to give away a championship with the lineups you're putting up. Like, I, I was looking at lineups like, yo, how, how's, how's, how are you not complaining about this? Like, I will be, I will be furious as an offensive player that your man is just sitting there doing this to me. Like, damn, like, like, like back cut or something, do something. Like, make him move. He's just looking. And I'm going to pass it to you. That was a weakness that got exposed. And you're going to pass it back. Like, I don't, like, no. That's why, like, certain guys should have been in. This was a series where you needed offense. Yeah, and and I'll say this. Watching the Lakers play, that's exactly what you're seeing. It's not a lot of action. There's a a lot of ball watchers. Yeah, ball, that's what I said. It's it's ball watching, and it, it really puts a number on LeBron. Your stars. And Anthony Davis, you need more offense to alleviate the pressure that those guys is on. Same and reason you can't double nobody on Jersey. You can't mm-hmm. double nobody on Jersey because everybody on Jersey can score. Yeah, all threats. Their defense is their offense. They're spending their time trying to get you in foul trouble so you can sit on that bench. That's their defense. There's not a, there, there ain't no defensive stopper on a team. Like somebody's like, yo, yeah, I'm about to go out there and score zero points and 20 steals. Like, no. Well, what you're saying, <laughs> in, in, to bring it back to that, is that all time, those all time great defenses, if the defense is comfortable and locked in, they'll neutralize you. But if you put pressure on the defense, their game plan is over. Yeah, you, but you're going to, first play. of all, you're going to put pressure on the defense anyway because you're a scorer, you're mm-hmm. an offensive guy. Eventually, the offense, the skill outplays the defense. The defense is still at a level one. The defense is at a level one. The offensive moves are at a 100, 200. And so the- eventually, that skill guy is going to go by this defense, period. But what happens on the other end? This, off, this defensive guy does not put any pressure on these scores. So these scores are sitting here one, 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 yeah, just comfortable, just chilling, relaxing, saving their energy. So when they get the ball back, like... When you think about defensive teams, really think about the actual players on the team. Detroit Pistons mm-hmm. with Chauncey Billup. Chauncey Billup was skilled. Mm-hmm. Was the scorer. Big game chance. 
right? Rip. Rip. Skilled. Didn't even play defense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Didn't even play defense. Tayshawn Prince, def defense juggernaut, skilled offensive player. Cheat. Rasheed Wallace, skilled four-man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> skilled four-man, defensive player. And then they have one guy who couldn't put the ball in the basket. Mm -hmm. Put right? backs and lobs, yeah. But you have four defensive players on that court. And what did that offense, what is that, what did Ben Wallace do the most? Pick and roll, run into screens. Like he made, he he at least made Shaquille O'Neal run. You gotta remember, mm -hmm. if Shaq is guarding him, Shaq is sitting there like, <gasps> well, if he's running to go set a pick and roll and Chauncey's coming off three, two, three. Now, now Shaq has to actually go play defense. Now he's sitting in pick and rolls. Now everybody's attacking him because Ben Wallace found a way to make himself useful. Pick, back pick, pick. Pick. Everybody's now attacking, attacking that basket, attacking Shaq, and Shaq is in foul trouble. And Shaq is in foul trouble against a guy he ain't even got a guard because that guy was smart enough to make himself useful. He ain't just sitting well, there. In a coach, Larry Brown. No, that ain't, that ain't, that uh, random. You don't think he recognized what he had? That's, that's the important no. thing. That's what we're talking about with Vogel. Recognize what you have with your players, what they can't do. And what they players can do. Players that just go out of the system to do things they do. That is the player. Draymond, Kerr ain't telling Draymond to do what Draymond does. Draymond does what Draymond does. Mm. Draymond is pick and roll, back, drive, kick it, do it like he's the one that's, that does it. And you see it and you allow it to keep going because it's, just, it's successful. Okay, so it's this. How do you fix the Lakers? Come again? How do you fix the Lakers? Um... Get some scores in there. <laughs> Get some scores in there. I mean, it's 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 showtime. This is, is, is this it, is not grinding right. basketball. So, so they clearly they said AD is the future. LeBron, it's his team. We're gonna build around. So it's like the, the chess board. You got the queen and the king on the board, right? And your other players that you feel around it are they one player away, one score away? I mean, it was being away? healthy away, line up away. Your the team you have was good enough to make it to the. The fight, you just didn't play the guys that, that could have got you there. And your main guys weren't 100 like, like Like TNT, the, the, the THT, mm -hmm. he would have been playing 25 minutes. Because in, and I know in those 25 minutes, he would have took about 15 shots. That's the aggression I need. That means, why? Because you didn't scout that type of player. You can't scout that type of player. And if you are scouting that type of player, that means you're, that means pressure is coming off those guys. Because the scouting report sh clearly showed you didn't care about the rest of that team. You're just sitting here doing this. Five on five. We're, we're all helping you. We're going to make it hard for you in here. Well, with a guy who's rogue, now you have to make a game plan for him. Trez pick and roll. Now you goddamn, we gotta make him. Now, now we can't even focus on him because now Trez is diving and doing like you. The playoffs, they they know everything. You can't have that type of weakness. Like New York, you got the the, the nitty kid, right? Mm -hmm. Nilakina. Great kid. Mm -hmm. Great, great kid. But 
two minutes here, maybe five minutes here. Trey Young is on fire, and we need you to neutralize him, rough him up or something, and, you know, get him all set. Yeah. 20, 30 minutes? No. Mm. No, no, this ain't <laughs> that, that grit and grind. This <laughs> Oh, that don't that is this is not 1984, five, six, whatever year that was. Here's the word. <laughs> it's it's not too smart. Motor. That's what you hear about a player coming up in the draft. The love is motor, right? But when you get to be a pro, what does that motor get you? I'd rather have I don't have even a, know what that means. Hustle. What the f the hustle guy <laughs> for? I like his motor because that's, that's what Candace was saying, that if you have skill. It'll beat all that motor stuff. Yeah, the mo what the motor gonna do? Just overexert itself and f get in foul trouble because he's overzealous, like he's on f 10 Red Bulls? Cool. Right, because the game comes down to scoring and shooting. If you have that ability to knock down shots, get a bucket for yourself, that'll beat all those other things. Gotta remember, in the 80 this is how you judge a player. In the 82 game series, right? I mean, the 82, if we play 82 and I gotta play against you 82 times. Who do you think wins, the defense or the offense? 100 out of all 82 of games, out of all 82 games, the offense actually wins. Because of the rules? No. Because if you're a defensive player, what, what is going to be your career high in those 82 games? Maybe 10, 15 points? So this offensive guy is going to actually put up better numbers than you in all 82 games. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, the most comprehensive daily nutritional beverage you can try. You know, we're all getting back to it. We're getting back to our routines. Our schedules are filling up. And we're getting busy. And that means we're getting more active and we're working out even more. With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our bodies the nutrients it needs to thrive. Busy schedules, poor sleep, exercise, stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods. This is where Athletic Greens can help. Their daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essential. It is by far the easiest, most delicious nutritional habit that you can add to your health routine today and empower you to take ownership of your health. And that's exactly what I wanted to do when I got my first trial of Athletic Greens. Start with an easy shake. It's just water, a scoop of Athletic Greens in one bottle. And that can fuel your workout, power your performance. It's one tasty scoop of Athletic Greens that contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, increase energy and focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products. Have you examined your diet lately? There's probably some holes in it. Athletic Greens is the simple, easy way to fill those gaps in. Athletic Greens continues to obsessively improve this one holistic formula based on the latest research producing 53 iterations over the last decade and counting. They invest in the most absorbable and natural source of each ingredient and go above and beyond in third-party testing to ensure their customers continue to receive the highest quality and best daily nutritional habit on the planet. 
It's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free and contains less than one gram of sugar without compromising on taste. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system as we kick into the summer months. They're offering fans of the No Chill Podcast a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit our link today. You'll basically never need to buy vitamin D again. So whether you're looking for peak performance or better health, covering your bases with Athletic Greens makes investing in your energy, immunity, and gut health each day simple, tasty, and efficient. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash nochill and join health experts, athletes, and health-conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every single day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash nochill and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. Athleticgreens.com slash no chill. All right. <laughs> just <laughs> like I'm not telling you, like if he scores 40, you gotta score. No, you just an offensive skilled guy and a defensive guy, and you having them play. Their team's playing. This offensive numbers is gonna always outbeat your numbers. So that means. You're ranked at that position last. Like, when you do a ranking out of 400 guys, like, you have to really rank their production. What is the production they're putting out? And if you have guards that are producing and there's 400 players and they're ranked in their position, out of 100, 99, 98, 97, they don't... don't, now, the other thing, look at Portland and Dame. Mm-hmm. And talk about skill. All the skill in the world. Plays is that. Goes for 55, still loses. Mm-hmm. He's got help. Not Maybe not another superstar on that team. What do you do with that? You've got all the skill in the world, what you're saying. Going offense, but it just gets to a point where you need more. Um, in, in your teammate in the roster. That is a... That's one of those teams that um, if you're Dame, you're going to be frustrated with because, you know, you've been the same team. You've been the same team for the last five years now. Three, that three to six seed, that three to six seed. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, there's no progression up. Um, there's no getting better, and you're watching other teams, superstars are connecting, they're winning, and this and this, and you're this loyal, you know, this loyal player to the organization. You put your work in, you dedicate, you don't, you know, you don't cause no havoc. You, you're a professional, you're a gamer, you know, so frustrations will occur sooner than later. <laughs> You know, that frustration a, comes from heartbreak. Every year when you lose, when you put your all into it, not that it, other players don't do that, but, you know, it just gets to a point where we saw it with KD. It was just like, man, I'm doing the same thing every year. Yeah, because you got to remember, as a player, it just, just, in, just in, I guess, in life period, you, you, you hit this plateau of something, right? No matter what you're going for, you, you get here. You're training and you're excited 
excited and you're preparing to go to the next step. But this step goes backwards. So you train harder and harder and harder and you go backwards. You go harder, harder, harder. You stay right here. You go one step up. Then you go one step back. And then you go, and you're thinking about, we were third. We were second. We, we needed one piece then. Like, now we need two pieces. Now we need two and a half pieces. Like, what? you start questioning. But you don't question your training. Or you just mm -hmm. said, you put all your work into all, do everything you have to do. But it's about who surrounds you. Yeah, you what they surround you. You're going to start questioning um, the choices they, you know, the upper management makes. You know, it's like, and that's a tricky thing because when you're dealing with today's media, that's the last, that's the last group that anybody wants to question. Um, and that's the first group that everybody needs to question is the, like, these rosters, who is actually picking them? You know, it's like you're looking at the players and saying, Hey, <laughs> you're not good enough to carry your team. And as much as a superstar wants to say it, mm -hmm. they just can't. Do you see what I'm carrying? <laughs> do you see this luggage, this luggage here? Do you, do you see what I'm what I'm dealing with here? But they're never gonna do that. You know, so you're blaming. The, the, the record on the players who's, who's actually dedicating themselves, who's going out there in the summer changing their bodies, you know, like getting fit, you know, losing uh, body fat, getting stronger, getting bigger, getting faster. You know, everybody's working their asses off. Everybody's coming into shape, hoping and thinking, this year is going to be the year. And then the rosters are coming in. <laughs> and then you start looking around and you realize, yeah, not as, not because, as good because, as... Because training, that skill, strength and conditioning, all those things you can work your ass off for, but it's the IQ. You either have that or you don't. Sometimes you just don't have enough talent on your team. Or that. You ever thought about that? You just or don't that. have it. Okay, enough talent on your team to compete in the NBA. So when do you make a move? When do you take control of your future? When it starts being about winning and stops being about money. Mm -hmm. That's going to always be money. Well, like, I said it on. Hey, isn't someone, it both? someone told me this. Well. Like even New York Knicks back then, that, that team. Uh, Starks was skilled. Uh... Um, Ewing was skilled. Greg Anthony. Um, skilled. Bro. You know, yeah, two guys that was, you know, brute, brute yeah. prison players. But even Anthony Mason was skilled. Mm -hmm. He wasn't the, the enforcer that just did nothing. He was, a, he was a skilled lefty. So that's what I said. So, like, if you're going to have deep, make sure it's skilled. Golden State. They were skilled players. Well, here's they were the, still here's skilled. the word. Like, Iggy was a defensive player, but he was skilled. He said, I'm going to give you a team. And you're going to be the owner for 10 years. I said, okay, yeah. Uh, do I get a number one pick? Mm -hmm. He says, ah, no, nah, relax. <laughs> he said, 
on one hand, you have two options here. One hand, after your 10 years is done, you can have five championships in two million, I mean, $200 million, right? Mm -hmm. You can have zero championships in $5 billion. Mm. Which road do you take? And he said, exactly. Mm. I'm a businessman. This is a business. <laughs> how about, I how want about, the $5 billion. Yeah, how about one championship? In I want the million. $5 billion. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. You got to remember, these championships, the reason the money is not... I have to pay for the talent to compete at that level. Every year, I got to pay, pay top dollar, top dollar, top dollar to pull these championships in. Five billion? I'm maximizing that arena with not, without any paying anything. I'm not going to go out for top free agents. I'm going to get another, someone that can bring a crowd or I have a crowd that just loves their town, so they're going to be there no matter what. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of they arenas. They love you more when you win. But that's a, there's a lot of arenas. Well, you and know, they pay more when you win. This was this was something I heard. Uh, you know, Allen Iverson in Philly, right? Sold out arena. Mm-hmm. Got them to the finals. Right? They just needed one more player. What was the mindset? Why am I going to play another max player if he's selling out every arena? If he's selling out every seat in this arena... Why am I going to pay someone $20 million to sell not one seat? To win. He won't sell <laughs> one seat. I'm just, I just wasted $24 million. That's the mind. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pay this guy to come in here to help, but he won't sell one ticket because Allen Iverson's selling them all. So I'm going to milk this shit out of Allen Iverson. Mm. Top dollar without spending it. And that's, that's the problem, but... No one wants to ever say it. It's a business. It's changing now because you have the billionaire guys coming in that are basketball fans. And, you know, they're going to, like, like, like you can see Mark, Mark Cuban's teams. They've, they fluctuate. They change. He's trying to figure out how to keep making it better. Like, I mean, you know, he's, he's paying, you know, like, like, that's the type of guy that you don't mind having 20 knee surgeries for. Because he's going to pay you in return. Like, he, Barrera, $2 million, 1.5, you know, just for an extra year. Thank you for the championship 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, here's, a, you know. But wouldn't it be easier, I'm thinking of Steve Ballmer too, if you take a team that's historically bad, the Mavericks were when Cuban took over, it's only one way to go but up. And you clean up a lot of that stuff that wasn't there yeah, before I mean, you, you know, start play, paying players well. I mean, Clippers, culture. Clippers took some powerful moves, you know, with, you know, paying. You know, we just got to keep seeing where they go. Like, you just got to, like, you know, as fans, like, y- you guys are dedicated to your team. Demand the same from the owners. Like, you got to demand these owners, like, really go in and say, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, you guys. 
you're not going to sell me on this shit this year. Like, I, I, we won 15 games last year. You got nobody new. We're going to win 15 games next year. I'm good. <laughs> you can keep my season tickets. Like, no, 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 I'll wait till you actually bring some players in for you to get my support. Right. Like, when that starts happening, trust me, owners just be like, all right, let me go ahead and. Let me go ahead and, you know. Well, those billionaires are competitive too. So, I mean, eventually, yeah, selling seats is nice, but winning is what they want. Well, I mean, now, now, because, like, think about it. Back then, if you bought your team for a million dollars and you're one of those old owners, you've done major money a hundred folds over. So you don't really. Back then, actually. (laughs) So, got to remember, spending money, that's all you're going to actually be doing to try to win. So, at this point, it's just still collecting checks. Now, if I come in and I buy a team for $2 billion, oh, no, no, no. For me to get this, I need to win. Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, get people in this building. So, I need to increase my value by winning. So, the new owners is the ones that's coming in shaking it up. Like, so, when people are saying, man, these, these guys are teaming up and this is bull, this is... Who you think is paying them? Who you think? They think I'm, they're thinking, okay, you're, you're the Clippers. Hey, give me your checkbook. I'm going to sign myself $100 million. I'm going to give my guy $200 million. Like, no, you're like, hey, I'll take you and you. Here, here. Who else y'all got in there? Who, who, who else wants to come? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Th- that's what they're doing. They're trying to win now. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy, that, that, come on, New, New Jersey? Like, come on. Come on. This man is trying to buy everybody. Talking about Brooklyn, but yeah, they yeah, made Brooklyn. themselves relevant. Yeah, you're trying to buy, you got KD, you got Kyrie, then you get Harden, then you get Blake, and then you go after um, Aldridge. What? This is, you don't it's funny. it's funny, when you want talent, the talent That's finds you. That's what I'm you. saying, when you want talent. They find you. You can get it. They find no, you. No, 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 they don't find you, you can get it. So let's do this. Yeah, come on. There's, you can get any. Come on. You're, you're, <laughs> let's, 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 Everyone's got a price. Let's just be honest. When you're a billionaire, you can get anything you want to yeah. do. <laughs> you can get anything you want to do. <laughs> let's just, you can like. Hmm? Let's keep it PG, but I know, what you're, saying. Saying, I know you, what you're saying. You, you can get whatever you want. Let's, let's, just say, let's just say for shits and giggles, bookers up. Mm-hmm. You don't think if the Clippers, the Lakers, or New Jersey Nets wanted Booker, they can't outpay. I don't care what that pay scale says that Phoenix can do. Trust me. They can they can get that. Come on, rich people know how to get around shit. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to get around shit and shit and here and... Oh, luxury tax. Lupa, Lupa. But, I mean, that luxury, t- yeah, what I'm saying is they know, hey, listen, hey, you want to come here? How much you want? Two, two, two fifty? I got some foundations that I can uh, <laughs> donate to or whatever, you know, this is what we can do on paper. Like, come on, these are billionaires. Come on, come on, come on. So if, you're, you're, if your team really wants to compete, they can compete if they want to. Stop listening, like that luxury tax shit is, <laughs> that is laughable at best for these guys. So if they want to get somebody that they want, trust me, they can get it. But they're not looking. They're looking for dollars. All right, well, let's do this. Let's make you the owner. Mm -hmm. And based on what we've talked about, money is probably the number one thing 
But as it, how much know, money are you giving me? I don't know. It's your money, actually. So I mean, like, I'm not the richest man. You, you got bil- yeah, bil- billionaire status. Boop. All right, okay. as an owner. Yeah. But you're looking at it uh, as a competitor. You're building a team based on skill. How do you make all those pieces fit? You find pieces that fit. <laughs> but why don't you just okay? I'm gonna get the top five scores in the league. Because maybe those top five scores play in the same realm. So if they play in the same realm, then they're gonna clash. So that. Like so you, what you need so to do. So that's what ends up happening. Like the people who are picking players have to understand basketball. Exactly. You have to understand <laughs> exactly. basketball. You have to understand who goes well with what. Right? And Ewing is a free agent. I don't, I, I can't do anything with you. We're good at the five. We're good at the five. Like, well, you can have them both. No, shit. But you know what? I have Shaq and I have Tim Duncan. I'm good, Timmy. Hmm. Yeah, that you guys work the same block. So it's hard for me to play both of you guys. Now, hey, Shaq. Okay, well, Chris Bosh. See, now with Shaquille, Chris Bosh becomes a better fit than Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is the best power forward of all time. Yes. But on this court with Shaquille O'Neal at this moment, this best foreman of all time is in the same spot that Shaquille Mm O'Neal plays in. So I have to offset that by someone, so I need, okay, I have Chris Bosch on the other block, or I have dirt lifted. That's how you create teams. You don't just go and grab a whole bunch of pieces because these pieces come together and it's like, ah, they're fighting for the same area. That's what made Golden State great. They didn't fight for the same area. Those scores didn't, they didn't clash. One is catch and shoot. One is pick and roll. One is ISO player. One is this guy's ISOing. This guy's coming off flare screens, down screens. So they all knew how to play around each other. That's why it's working in, in, in um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Different scores. They, they, they work in different realms. They're not clashing. That, that's why it's fun to watch, too, because you say that these guys are all brilliant in their mm-hmm. own way, but when we put them together, that's just... You know, yeah, there's no. Beautiful. That's what I'm saying. That's the mo- that's the most important part of building teams and building rosters. It's under. It's think of it like a meal, right? You want protein, starch, veggies, dessert, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want four different type of proteins on there. I mean, I like, could go surf and turf. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But you you don't want right. You know, there's you know, a there's a uh, there's a threshold. There's a balance. There's yeah, you balance. have the ba- and that's the same thing with the team. You need to balance the meal out, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's the most important thing to any lineup, any successful team that everyone actually flows together in sync. So, so what we're getting at is you can have a team full of superstars. You can mm-hmm. be top-heavy like that if you make them balanced and if you balance that out with the right role players. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's showing you right now. Like, none of those guys clash. 
you know, you, you have Blake Griffin. He don't clash with any of them. He 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 plays his he plays his part. Um, uh, guys like Shamit, guys like Harris, they, they yes, fill in. they fill in. They they fill in. They do their spots. They succeed. Like you, you know what I mean. So like like imagine, um, we'll say the Lakers. The two times the Lakers had really powerful teams, really powerful teams, and they didn't succeed. If you look at the teams, it was clash. You have Gary Payton, who's a mid-range guy type who wanted to get into the probe and back his guy down. Well, that's the same thing Kobe wants to do. Mm-hmm. Same thing Shaq wants to do. Carmelo. Shaq and Carmelo, Car- yeah. Yeah, Carmelo. So like when now when Carmelo, when they when you do that pick and roll with Carmelo and he dies, he's diving right into Shaq. Shaq. Yep. You know what I mean? So now, now these guys have to try to find different areas to perform. And that's where the clash comes in that. Now Gary Payton, who averaged 20, he's better coming off the bench. Now, now to offset this, bring in Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher knows his roles. He knows how to blend in. You know, now when you so they don't succeed. Then you talk about Dwight Howard, um, Steve Nash, what you know, Kobe. Well, the first time Kobe played with a point guard, clash. This is now this is the second time he plays with a, a point guard. Well, what makes Steve Nash great goes against everything Kobe does. Usually just that's how it does. If I'm making everybody better, right? You know, making these easy passes, and he's sitting there like, "Yo, hey, just, just, just give it, give it here. Mm-hmm. Go in the corner. I don't care if it's the left or the right. Just go pick a side and let me go to work." You know, Paul Gasol, same thing. Yo, Dwight Howard. Like so now, when you know Steve Nash is like, "Oh, I got Dwight. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. sir. Pick slash Amari 2.0. But well, Paul Gasol's down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul Gasol's down there, Kobe's on the elbow, and Steve Nash is sitting there like, this is not, this is not the in, this is not the ingredients that that I'm used to like like making sauce with. And, and, like and you're taking your your the lane is not open enough to make these things happen. It's so clogged. And that's tough because the franchise wanted to be successful and they said, we're gonna get our 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 players, we're gonna get Kobe. Surround him with the best players mm-hmm. that we can get. But that's what I said. It's not the it's, best players if they're not playing like to that. their element. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is, same thing what happened to Steve Nash in um, Phoenix. Right? All NBA, all-star MVP. Shaq comes over. Right? Shaq comes over. Amari can't roll now. Amari can't be on that block now. The pick and roll doesn't work. Steve Nash doesn't make the all-star game. <laughs> he doesn't even make the back to back MVP. Not an all star, right? Now you're not an all star. All because of one player that shifts everything. Soon as Shaq leaves, boom, Steve Nash is back. Mm-hmm. You know, because, and that's, but that right there, but that's what people don't understand. That changes. You know, that change, just one element changes. So you have to pick players based on. Everybody else. They has to be able to swim in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to evaluate the talent. 
if they're a veteran, we know what they are, but mm-hmm. they probably aren't what they it, used to be. And if you have, if you're bringing young players in, hey, this is a phrase I'm going to give it to the world. Okay, right. When you're picking talent, I shouldn't be able to guard you by looking at the stat sheet. All right. Like I Explain shouldn't be that. able to guard you by looking at. So if I'm, if I look at your stat sheet. And I've never seen a game. And I'm just like, all right, you took nine shots. Um, all threes. Zero free throws. I already know. Non-aggressive guy that's just going to sit around the perimeter looking for a three. Zero offense, so that means he's never going to trick the glass. Right? That means he's not going to put the ball on the floor. He's not going to, like... Catch and shoot player, basically. Like, he just, like I, if, I can guard you, if I can guard you by your stats, that's a problem. You know what I mean? You know, 29 minutes, two shots. No assists. Not a shooter. No assists, no free throws. Glue guy. <laughs> Glue guy. Someone out there just filling up air. <laughs> You know what I mean? So that means I know I don't even have to watch your game. I can just read your stat line. Non-aggressive player, non-threatening. How about this? How about when it's a young player and we don't know who they are yet? I mean, I'm pretty sure they had college stats. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But that was college. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, you know, Trey Young shoots 40 times in college. I'm pretty sure he wants to shoot 40 times in the NBA. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. I don't. I, you shouldn't be guardable. You shouldn't be stat guardable. I shouldn't be able to look at your line and and know what type of game you have. So the thing about talent too is this is this has caught our attention lately, is recognizing that talent uh, and achieving the potential that you're brought into the league on. And so the question is, a bust, right? Mm-hmm. What is a bust? How do we define a bust? Um, you know, and Kwame Brown having his moment right now, mm-hmm. talking about that a lot, and people are questioning his career. 12 years in the league, is that a bust? No. Um, okay, so a bust is really this. The expectations of your game in that moment of time didn't live up to it, right? So. Your skill level and what you're doing right now and what you end up doing. If you didn't, if you, if you, if you didn't succeed on how the expectations were, that is considered a bust. So, so the real thing is this. Can an, can an 18, 19-year-old who's being drafted off of potential, meaning it's not ready yet, can he actually be a bust because of the draft status? I say no because they're being drafted on the potential of being good. Not necessarily what they are right now. So if you take Kwame Brown, if you take Darko and say, all right, all right, 
How good are you right now compared to everyone else? Where, where do we rank your actual talent right here? So if Kwame Brown, if we rank his talent at that moment in time to everybody in that draft, was he the best player in the draft? No. You know, you, you, you're talking about, you know, guys who's player of the years, you know, guys who average 30, this and this. No, he, he, he wasn't the best talent at that moment in time. But then it's, this is a high school class. This is, I'm part of this class. The class is being drafted off of the potential. Right? So you have Kwame, you have Tyson, you have um, Eddie Curry, you have Jop Dia. You have a bunch of high school kids who bodies are ready for the NBA. They're still kids, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, they're kids still. Um, are they potentially ready to be superstars? No. They're not ready. No, they're not ready yet. Right? Like, so, so the fact that we, like, Tyson, how, how many years did Tyson play? 20? Shit, yeah, 18. 18. I mean, but if we take his stats and say, are those stats, you know, a number three pick stats, number four pick. No, no. But his upside then was he was going to be a defensive player, a hustle player, you know, one of those grit and grind type of guys. So if you restart that draft today and give those teams back their picks, Kwame still goes five, top five. He still goes top five. I think because you, you got to remember, no, you, 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 the reason you because those teams were looking for bigs, so that means whatever we know everyone's careers. So number one will be Paul Gasol, right? Big Paul Gasol mm-hmm. goes number one. Number two, you probably you probably go with um, Zach Randolph. Mm-hmm. Right? You go with Zach Randolph, number two. Number three, you can you can go for Joe Johnson, but it depends on what that team needed to go for Joe Johnson. Me and Tony Parker in that, me and Tony Parker in that class, we ain't going top 10. You thought you were. Huh? You thought you were. I'm talking about today. Yeah. If they redrafted today, yeah. we probably still, because you got to remember, the teams need what they needed still. So no matter what, if they're guard heavy, they're still not going to go with a guard. You remember, damn near everybody, the first guard that was taken was a shooting guard, which is Jason Richardson. Mm-hmm. Right? He's a shooting guard. The first point guard was into 20s. The first real point guard was in the 20s. So it was a big man's draft. So the big man is still getting picked. So he will still be top five. You know, Tyson, Tyson's Chandler, because you're still going to go off of his upside. You put him in a different situation, right? You put him in a better situation. Like, you know what I mean? You, like, people don't understand this one thing. We're not dealing like the 80s and the 90s where we're dealing with grown men, 22-year-old. We're dealing with 18-year-old kids, right? 18-year-old kids, just like anybody. You, you have idols, 
right? So you go to one idol, right? He gives you a run for your money mentally, right? And everybody's like, well, he has to be, you have to be mentally strong. At 18? What the fuck you talking? 18? Like eight, there's there's kids in high school that's still 19. I'm in an NBA by I, like I'm a kid. I'm a little kid. I I don't know how to be an adult. The only adult, gotta remember, the person who's teaching me how to be adult is Michael Jordan. Right? Is this guy. Grab my badge, run my badge, mm-hmm. this and this. This, that, that's what I'm, that's, that's my experience, right? As a 18-year-old kid, I don't know anything else. I don't, I don't know what wine is. I don't know what good Cigars, furniture is yeah. and suits and shit. I'm looking to see what everything is. You're, you're a kid still, so you're trying to figure out what's what. And you're trying to, you know, blend in. So you go from there, then you go to L.A. When Mamba's being created. Now, that's a very important transition. You're going from Jordan, right? And then you get a little freedom with me in our group because we're still young. We're trying to find ourselves. But you go to L.A. and you have Mamba created. So now we have to really like you really have to check this this one out because it's very important in timing, right? So your first two years you're under Jordan, right? You don't really get no timing. And then I come in and then the big three is created. He is pushed to fourth, fifth option. Mm-hmm. I think the second year when he got hurt, he was coming off the bench, right? So you don't really get the time that he needs to get. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're already we're 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 moving. You know, we're playoff ready, we're what's the name? We're you know, so he doesn't have any time, but, you know, but his potential is still high. So, you know, he, he's, he gets traded. He's signing a new deal. You're going to a, 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 a guy at this moment in time that just got rid of Shaquille O'Neal because he wants to show the world what he really is. That's the Kobe <laughs> mm-hmm. Kwame had to deal with. Mm-hmm. He had to deal with the guy that, hey, hold on. Y'all said I'm only good because Shaq? <laughs> I got something for y'all. That's the guy that he had to deal with on the day-to-day basis. But so because he got two years under fire with Jordan, wouldn't he have been prepared for that, Kobe? That's another. This fire ain't even planned. This ain't even this ain't even a playing fire. This is an old ass talk about his past fire. I this is Jordan Sneak, Jordan like you. This is you know, this is this is this is being ragged on by Jay Z, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You educated. You got you got you got a level of you know you know make you feel little, mm-hmm. and then you're getting ragged on by a Kanye West. You see how it's a, it's a different type of, <laughs> it's a different type of vibe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to a guy who, who is literally trying to show the world he's the best player on the planet. 
That means he don't have time to look for you. He ain't trying to deal with you. He ain't trying to coexist with you. You are units. Meaning, I just need you to breathe, take the ball out. <laughs> um, if you want to play defense, play defense. Other than that, you set picks, breathe, make sure I don't get hurt, stay out, out, the way. out my way. <laughs> and if you want the ball, get that shit off the glass. And if you get it off the glass and someone's in, in front of you, pass the ball back out, okay? That's, that's, that's too tough of a shot for you. That's the guy you're dealing with at that moment in time. So think about the age where the development is going. You got to remember, the first four years is very important for an NBA player, mm-hmm. right? That's when you're trying to figure out. You watched, okay, you're going to throw in a little bit. You're going to, all right, now I'm going to use yeah, my then will. Either you're in or you're I'm going to use my willpower. So now you have a guy who, because of the situation, had to figure out how to survive and be a role player, right? So that's how his story goes, you know, just by looking at his career. Now, Darko is unique. One, you have an 18-year-old kid, right? Potential two. Now, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, Krish Bosch should be cheering and thanking Darko because they became first ballot mm-hmm. Hall of Famers because of him. Here's why. Here's why. If Detroit Pistons picked Dwayne Wade with the number two pick, was Dwayne Wade starting over Rip Hamilton at that no. moment in time? None of those if guys would have started. Carmelo, no. no. If you pick Chris Bosch, no. None of those guys would have been playing their first three to four years in the NBA because they would have been sitting behind prime veterans playing championship basketball. They did, what you talked about <laughs> earlier. You don't match up the same thing. You don't pick the same thing that you already have. What did those Pistons need? Really nothing. They didn't need, they, they didn't need anything, but they had to pick. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you, you're talking about, shit, even a core mech, a core was on that team. Middle core. Middle core was on that team. Like he became a legit ass player. <laughs> like he became, he became fucking nice. Was he an all star? Yeah. yeah, he became fucking all-star nice in Utah. Utah. So that was the that's who he was behind. He was the backup. Mm-hmm. Lacroix was the backup. That's who Darko had to sit behind. You had to sit by, you're sitting behind three future all-stars. You played in your first four years, you started four games. You are becoming a bust because of circumstances you were put in. Not because your actual talent, you didn't even get to, you didn't even get to go out there and display your talent. Like, look at most of the people we call bust at those picks, right? Well, the- wait, I'm going to give you a common thread, and we'll see if that works. 
in the top five pick, when you take 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds, especially ones that didn't go to college, those are the ones that you're putting them at an immediate disadvantage. Because it's just tough when you come in with the expectations of a top five pick to be that kid. Nah. Obviously, LeBron did it. Not true. Top gotta, five. If you look at the ones that are successful, Kobe, Garnett, T-Mac, they're, they were not in the top five. Because back then, they were still picking old dudes. Right. But it don't... So they came into better situations. Not really. Because Kobe gets traded to... Kobe gets traded to an L.A. Laker team where he's behind... Um, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. And Lakers was like, all right, it is Eddie Jones. <laughs> and I don't want to trade Eddie Jones, but I need to make room... Again, I need to make room for his development. You got to remember, the only way a player develops is if you put him in the fucking game. Mm -hmm. So, LeBron, 38 minutes his fresh his rookie year. Dwayne Wade, 36 minutes. Bosh, 36 minutes, 38 minutes. Carmelo, 38 minutes. Darko, four, two. How is he supposed to develop? He don't get to make no mistakes. So by the time, by the, by the time he actually gets real time, he's five years into the NBA. Five years. Five years. One of the, two of those guys by the fifth year are already four-time NBA all-stars. That's that becomes the problem. Like, they wasn't willing to, you gotta, but they gotta remember, that was, a, that was a team that was destined to, yeah, so Darko has a championship. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> cool, but I'm pretty sure he would rather have had to get in a game. Like, yo, give me, the, let me come in here and get 30 minutes and get my confidence up. It's all about that. Same thing with, um, what, what, Adam what is Morrison it? has two championships. Well, Adam Morrison, Okay, so with him, I would have called him, like if I had to use the word bust, a player. You got to remember, you're talking about a co-player of the year, right? That means he's being drafted off of his skill level. He's a 22-year-old guy. So that means he is being drafted off what he is, a very talented, skilled scorer, right? He didn't have the career. He was out of the league in three years. Right? So you will say, well, he was a bust. But unfortunately, injured. He tears his Achilles. So, mm, but what you would, you would have said this about him too, coming out of Gonzaga system player. People thought he was the next Larry Bird. Remember back then, they're still trying to figure out what's what. What's, what's a, I remember. A great college player, that great college player turned into a great NBA player. This mediocre mm -hmm. college career turns into a superstar, you know, NBA. You know, it's you have to be the judge. You have to understand talent. You got to remember, Zach Levine came off the bench, mm -hmm. right? Superstar status now. Mm -hmm. Came off the bench in college, mm -hmm. superstar status. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have to understand what's, what's what. Um, you know, so I can't call him bust because injury... Injury Before busted. that, though, I mean, he did go to he a situation 11, he he, where, 11 he, where did he get drafted to? Um, Charlotte. Charlotte. He averaged 11.8 his rookie year. I mm -hmm. mean, 
personally for me, being 22 years old, averaging 11.8, you're behind the field. Mm -hmm. You're behind the field because by 22, most of those guys at that time are two-time All-Stars. Mm-hmm. You know, two-time, one-eye top. Like, I, and I would even I'm say that 11. I'm comparing, I'm comparing you by your age, mm-hmm. not your draft status. So 22 years old, 11.8, you're behind the field. Right? So you're already at a disadvantage. Like 22 years old, you got to come in instant offense. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, instant offense. Um uh, Dwayne Wade, instant. He came in instantly, instantly going 20 something. Um, then you have Dame. Dame Leonard, in- instant. You don't have room for these rookie, rookie type numbers mm-hmm. when, when you're an older guy coming in. But one thing you can look at that is healthy. Okay, so 11 as a rookie, all right, but then next year you should be going for 20. You got injured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's yeah. why I can't, you know, if you get injured, I can't call you. I can't, you know, you just got derailed. Mm. Um, now, you, you wouldn't say bust, but you would just say, didn't live up with the expectations. It's not, it's just not even live up. It's just, yeah. ah. you know, it's that's, that's, that's a good, it just, ah. you know what I mean? Just, did, it, it, you know, not, like I can't really. Did not live up to expectations is a fact. No, live up to expectations. You still had some type of career and you didn't. Like he didn't have a career. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Um, now, even though he is the number one bust in, in rankings, <laughs> I just said, I just say this, Cleveland, you're just stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just dumb. I know who you're going to say. You know? I agree. Right? You're just dumb. That, that was just a dumb pick. Bennett. Mm-hmm. Right? Anthony Bennett. Yeah. That- There's nothing in his bio <laughs> that says he was a number one pick. So the thing about Anthony Bennett, that that Cavs team had Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, we pair him with a big. They look through that draft. Now, that draft was funny because the best players were very raw at that time. You had Giannis, of course. So imagine mm-hmm. they had Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, you also had Rudy Gobert. Uh, you had CJ McCollum, who wouldn't stand out at you, uh, mm-hmm. I think, Scout. So if it was a draft basically all of potential. So you look at that guy and his upside... Made but he sense didn't to pair it. with Kyrie. No, it didn't. Because his college stats did not say that. What was he, like 16 and 8 in college? 16 and 8, 27 minutes a game. At UNLV. He, that means there's 20-minute quarters. He's sitting 13 minutes of a game. Why? Was he out of shape? Was he, he had injury problems? Let's like, just say the, that. Like, what was the what was going I, I, yeah, on? Yeah, I don't know why he didn't you get have more a, volume. You have a number one pick sitting thirteen minutes of a college game on an average. I, I think so. The way his career worked out, yeah, injuries were definitely a factor. Uh, his body was so a now. Factor. So he, when he's getting drafted, he's getting drafted off of the next Larry Johnson. Mm. That was a weird thing that they looked at him like, but okay. That, but the, now you have to really consider what that means. Like o, LJ was a beast though for his uh, that he was clearly six, dominant six, in that six, era. Six, yeah, right. six, 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 eight. Back when everybody was that size, mm-hmm. I get it, I get it. But was he a Zion type of six, six? Mm-mm. Okay, right. So. You're, you're picking a guy undersized that doesn't have the explosion to be taller. 
in a sense. He can't play bigger than mm -hmm. what he was. Or or the skill to be effective. Like yeah. So, so what ends up happening is you took a gamble. This wasn't even a potential pick. You just took a gamble and said, ah, all right, boom. It's like you, you were just so happy you got the number one pick that you wanted to use it before somebody took that shit back. It was one of those like, I'm going to spend it before they find out that I, you know, that I, you know, that I, they, they, they gave it to me. It, was, it seemed like it was one, it was more of that because there's nothing that says that's the number one pick. So you, you picked a guy that really wasn't worthy of the number worthy one Worthy of spot. number one, two, three, four, five pick. And he was traded, I think, every single year. Came off the bench every single year. Um, now, the fact that you picked the number one pick and bring him off the bench says a lot about yourself anyway, because it's not like you motherfuckers were the best team. It's not like he's going to Golden State Warriors, going to Detroit Pistons with that lineup because they got all hurt. It's not like it's Tim Duncan going to San Antonio Spurs. He went to the Cavs. Pre-LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, after the first LeBron era, yeah, you're, you're going, the second you're, yeah, you're era. going to the, who, 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 who's starting in front of him? Your number one pick. I want, I want you to really think about it. Why it was such a bad pick? Forget, like, he came off the bench. Who started in front of him at the four? Who, who, who in there is saying, "I, right, <laughs> your potential." Your, your number one pick, your future is going to have to just sit on the bench and play three minutes a game. Who? who, who? Was it Frazier? It was Frazier. Really? So I'm, I'm going to pick a number one pick at the power four position on a team that's rebuilding. And I'm going to have my sixth man be my starter. Didn't work out. As history showed us. Ooh, that's why. So he, he, was, you, that's he why would be your number one bus. No, that's no. That, no, 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 no. No, he can't be a bus because he was never a number one pick. Cleveland is a bus mm. for being just. I see dumb. what you did there. Okay, did you? They're the, they're, they were the bust. That was that was purely, purely a bus move from a bus team. Like right. you, like it just shows no. Like I don't even I don't even know who picked it, who was researching, but it shows no sign of basketball intelligence. You didn't do your research. Like I want the basketball world to ask themselves one question. How does the Spurs get it right every single draft? They pick the right guy every single draft. Can I give it? Can I try an answer for that? Try. Go. Okay. They they have their system. They have their culture and their philosophy. They find the players that fit that. Also, they have an eye for talent that they know they'll thrive in that system, and it and, works out for them. Not 100% of the time. It, 
They haven't. Damn near most of it, though. Like even like a even even someone who didn't live up to the when he was playing Blair, Dewan Blair, Dewan, yeah. He just had just knees was just shot at that time. No ACLs. He played mm. amazing when he he got to play, but mm. that's what I'm saying. So uh, Kyle Anderson, mm. like you, those are the type of guys that like they they pick smart. They do the, they do their research. They don't have general managers who fucking was kinko managers, you know, seven years ago, and they got the. Job because their friend, but mom they was a they owner. do their research. They know what to look for because if you go to look- if you go to a combine, shit, they all look good. You know, they all got a forward and whatever. And every, you can see the, this kid has a forty-four inch vertical. This kid shot nineteen from twenty. No, no, means this drill, whatever. But no, no, no. they know all these things together. I, I, all those I, I always like whenever I I went drafting and most of all these sports. You're drafting off of like what what in-game situation. Like, like I really see like football, right? You got guys like <laughs> you got guys like going high in a draft or low in a draft, depending on their four, their 40 times. Like, okay, the fucker can run fast, straight. <laughs> like, okay, ooh. If I, if I need someone to run fast, if I need a referee to run fast, just straight down the sideline, cool, I'm going to get this guy. He runs 4-4. I mean, he can make sure he gets the right call because he's running fucking straight down the field. Like, what, do have, what does this have to do with lateral movement, jumping, catching? Can he catch while he's running fast? Like, mm-hmm. like there's a lot more that goes with just track. Like, but that's why, that's why football can pull anybody from anywhere and make them a player. That's why you can be a quarterback in college and be a receiver and actually be talented. Like you, I mean, you know what the funny thing is? You would see, they call it the underwear Olympics at the combine, right? Because they're on the, just on the right. And you see the guy, well, man, no body fat, shredded, you know, I'm gonna, and he ran a 4-2, I'm gonna pick him. But, but you know, it makes a big difference when they put, Shoulder pads and helmet. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But these guys are changing. Like, it's the only sport you can really change these type of positions and then be Hall of Famer still. Like, like, okay, he was this in college. You know, it's like that is you can't do that. You can't can't do that in any other sport like that. You know what I mean? Same thing with, with with basketball. It became that anyone who's in the lottery work out by themselves. They work out by themselves. Now, now I, this is a question that has to be asked in like as a businessman. You have dumbass questions that you ask an 18-year-olds. You know, like you got dumb questions. You're trying to figure out if you're gonna spend this kind of money into an 18-year-old, right? And that's important to you, but you don't even actually know if he competes at a high level, if he folds under pressure, if he, like, you don't know because that doesn't show in a one-on-one workout. 
I get to work out by myself. The NBA is called the bubble. Yeah, yeah? Mm -hmm. You know, it's the bubble player. That's what, that's what a workout by yourself is. It's the bubble atmosphere. They're being put in a workout that suits them and their skill level, right? So the trainer is going to put them in a workout that they're comfortable with. Well, unfortunately, the NBA season ain't fucking comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I need to know if you can be uncomfortable. Can you thrive in randomness? This guy's coming at you. These two are trying to double you. Like, I need to make, I, 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 I want to see what your skill is because you got, you got practice players, you got gamers, you got in-between. So you can have a high-level motor and look at their workout and say, yo, he, you know. I'll bring him an example of that when Devin Booker was saying, I don't be doubled in these summer runs. Mm -hmm. Just when no, no. Wait, what, I'm saying what we're seeing now is he figured that out. I yeah, do yeah, need of course. To be yes, but like I'm saying, like workout players, right? Like, if you took someone like Tatum, let me go Tatum. Tatum game is what smooth, mm -hmm. methodical. Same thing with uh, Luca, smooth, mm -hmm. methodical. Everything is now. If you didn't have their name on it and gave and gave those guys to trainers, what would they be trying to do with those guys? Come on, man, they don't go hard enough. They don't go fast enough. They don't do like you're you're trying to push. They, they don't even look like they're working hard. Well, I, I would say this: if you watch them in a workout, it's boring. Boring. Right. You so would you're like that guy. That's the guy. Yes, and that's in what a game. It, and that's, he knows how to take and over. And that's what ends up happening. You'll watch a workout, and the guy who's actually talented. Because of how he works, it doesn't suit your eye, mm -hmm. right? And then you now you put a defense in front of him. Watch, watch the painter paint, mm -hmm. and because, and because that they don't really compete in the first round anymore, you don't know who's who. So why am I going to spend seven million dollars a year, and I don't even know what I'm getting? You gotta remember, college good, NBA good is two different things. So mm -hmm. I need to see who is who, what is what, what is real, what is not. What is a college guy? What is the NBA guy? Does this guy fit my system? Does he fit my coaching staff or not? Like I knew something was wrong when Brandon Roy was the best player in the draft. They said, best player in the draft will win, will win rookie of the year. And goes number seven. Like, what? <laughs> what was wrong with those other 16? I'm trying to figure what, out what yeah, the, what the other missed? 16s, what, like, did you not get the memo? Did, like, in your Apparently memo, not, yeah. in your memo sheet, it did not say best player in the draft. He will win rookie idiot. It did not say that on your memo. But that happens. You and are the, the, the thing is they they think they, they these teams they, think they know what they want. They have an agenda, and that guy that is man, he is he is the prom queen. Why aren't you dancing with her? 
And they don't do it. They and that's what I'm what saying. They, because they they're not basketball guys. They think they're smarter than what they really are. I think there's a degree of ego to that too, though. It ain't, right? e it ain't ego. Yeah. It's, it's taught, but not explained. Mm -hmm. So when you come from an era where don't ask me no questions, just do what I say, you never challenge the system to understand the system. I see where you get. You know what I mean? So most of these coaches are coaching from an experience that they never actually challenged. Mm -hmm. Right? They never challenged it. And, I, and that, that was my thing with Eddie Jordan. We're playing. He takes me out the first, the last two minutes of the game. And at some point, I was like, what the yeah. Why do you keep taking me out right now? This is, this is prime kick time. Textbook, that's where you're supposed to yes. be. Yes. Textbook, if you are a sorry-ass coach, that's what you're supposed to do. I'm, I'm a fucking high-level guy that's been getting fouled for 10 minutes. I've been getting fouled for 10 minutes. So this is my cream. This is when the guys can't actually touch me anymore. This is free basketball. This is when I get to really do some damage. So do not take me out right here. Leave me in. Take me out at the end of the quarter. Mm -hmm. Not right now. Not right now. Like, like, you know, because those are those are points that you're missing. Those are because you gotta remember the guy who's coming in, he's warm. I mean, he's cold. He's not gonna take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, debunking those. Those, you got a foul to give and like, you know, like there's, there's little tweaks in the game that it's just, they're just. Debunk, debunking those rules. Yeah, like, like coaches coaching. Unwritten rules of coaching. Like when I, when I see a coach doing this. Uh, sub. So go in. There's, doing a math problem. You're doing, you, you, wait, you're subbing because of a time, you're subbing off of time. Mm -hmm. Like when someone says, like think, like really, really think about how it sounds, right? So you can see the non, the non-educational thought process. This guy is on a time restriction, right? Right? You hear that? Time restriction. The guy is playing. Mm -hmm. The guy is cooking. The guy in this looking good, feeling it. And someone's over there like, three, two, one. Time up. <laughs> oh, uh, sub. Who's that this year? Everyone. No, who's that? Everyone does it. Like, oh, he's not going to go back in the game. It was KD you know? this year. Like, you, you, like what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, time restriction means, hey, how, hey, we, uh, we got to the limit. But how do you feel? You feel like you can go a, bit, a little bit longer? Should we pull you? How, how does your body feel? You ask a simple question. Mm -hmm. Because we're in the middle of a game and we're trying to win still. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he, he hits, he's on he's, uh, a heater. But it's not time, time up, time, time. Sit up, sit down. Whew. Yeah. We did a good job. Well, it's like, it's we like managed the 30 minutes. It's like, like with AD, we saw that he had a groin strain. And if they say, all right, well, you, you can get, if, a, if your team doctor will say you can get 20 minutes on that, then it'll probably get tight on him and it probably won't be as effective, right? How, the How does your groin know, okay, it's been 20 minutes, I'm going to start tightening up. How does a non-athletic doctor know what a superior well, he's going athlete's by the, look? But he's going by the 
the medical, the textbook. Just medical the same textbook thing, right? on what? Anthony Davis? On a groin. On a groin of yeah. Anthony Davis or LeBron James or Michael Jordan. On a textbook. Or a 5'5 five, five <laughs> guy who hasn't done those workouts to strengthen <laughs> up this. Like, but I'm saying is like, how do you, you can't go into a situation already predetermined what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. That's not very smart. You are predetermining what you're going to do. That, that's your, like you have a game plan, but yeah, I'm planning on playing them 30 minutes. I'm planning on it. The 30 minute mark comes, he's at the free throw line, we're down by two or up by four, we're hitting shots, he's on fire, he still looks good. I'm a, we have a timeout? Hey, how you doing? You know, I'm, 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 I'm planning on pulling you in, in a few, or I can pull you right now. I, dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's dialogue. Common sense. Goes a long it's just, way. It's just, it's just, frust- it's just like little things like that just frustrates. It's like yeah. Well, I'll say this so we can we can get out on this because you called me last night. It was probably about eleven eleven thirty, and it was because you watched the game. And I know yet if you're watching the game, those things do frustrate you because it's just common sense. Common sense, like common basketball. Sense, common, common sense, sense. <laughs> like you know, it's, it's just common sense. Like some, you know. Like when I hear someone says, I've been, a, I've been a fan for over 40 years, I will listen to his opinion. Because that means he's watched 40 years of basketball superstars, bust, grinders, prima donnas, like sleepers. Like he's, that person's done seen it all. So when they say, hey, you know, mm, they should have did this and this, and he'd be like, mm. Because he, has the, he, has the, he doesn't have a jaded mind, but someone who's listening to a coach who was taught by somebody else and he's going by the same methods. Like, you never actually had your own train of thought. This train of thought was created from this person to this person to this person and so on. Common sense. It's not common. It'll take you a long way. Common sense is not common. <laughs> Some Common sense is not as common as you think. Very true. All right. Well, for a guy that lives on common sense, Gilbert Arenas, I'm Mike Botticello. This has been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. One more time, shout out to Candace Parker. Yeah. Well, my, my, my sense ain't that common either. Trust me. I no, that's do, true. I, I that's true. Dumb, nothing common about stuff. you. I, no, not I at all. I do dumb stuff. But um, <laughs> I think one more time, a round of applause for what Candace Parker said. She, that, that hit you right here. And that, yeah, that, pull, that pulled that the heartstrings. That hit me like, yeah. Get skilled. It Skill. takes. Hey. Skill takes time. That's true. It takes time to That's, be skillful. That doesn't happen overnight. Okay? Like, like I mean, just the, think about Dennis Rodman, people. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Dennis Rodman. He's a Hall of Famer. He's this. But he partied 24-7. <laughs> all right? You can't be skillful partying 24-7 is all I'm saying. Like, he, I, he was a raw athlete. But raw the, athlete the skilled who just, athletes played, who just that... played off of... Rod it makes, you know what? The credit is this. For a guy who achieved that type of height, had to be brilliant on that court. Because it takes, a, it takes a different type of mindset to actually understand the elements that he's in 
to realize, okay, I don't, I don't need to work on my skill. I, I, know, I know what my skill is, and I don't need to work on it because it's a natural. It's, it's naturally what he, I'm he gifted was, at. He was a cerebral player, and he just didn't have – he wasn't as polished, right? Yeah, but so he didn't – Michael but, Jordan knew – I didn't have to worry about Dennis. But he, he said that. but, but no, he had saying. to worry about him but, if he was going to Vegas. But, but what he did I'm not have to worry is, about him but what I'm during is, a basketball game. If you're spending like a skilled player spending 12 hours, whatever, in the gym, he's spending zero. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't need to. What I do to the, in this game comes from here. I don't. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't need to sit here and rebound a hundred times to learn how to rebound. I just go for that shit. Just well, the ball's there. Herf! Like that's that's all he does. Well, you do need those players, and what Candace was saying is, no, you don't that need hustle. Those you do need a Dennis Rodman. You know, he was anymore. successful. But not anymore. Not anymore. What you need more than anything? Not anymore. You know, you know not anymore. Hey, what you need more than anything is skill, talent, right? Talent, talent, talent always wins. Yeah, we just figured that out. All right. For a talented guy, that's Gilbert Arenas. This has been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. You can catch us every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fubo Sports Network, and we'll see you next time. Grit and grind, player. Facts. <laughs>